0: And welcome to Phoned In, Bomb Magazine's poetry reading by phone podcast. In this podcast, we'll have a reading by Zachary Schomburg. Zachary Schomburg is the author of Scary No Scary, The Man Suit, and several chapbooks, including, most recently, collaborations with Emily Kendall Fry called Team Sad, Feelings Using Wolves, and Okay Goodnight. His translations from the Russian of the poems of Andrei Sensenkov have been published in Circumference, Jacket, and Harpin Altar, among others. A DVD of his poem films, Little Blind Thing, is now available from Poor Claudia. He lives in Portland, Oregon. Is this Zachary? Yes. Hi, this is Luke from Bomb Magazine.
1: Hey, Luke. How are you? I'm going to read about seven poems. Is that... Will that work? That's great. Okay. All right, thanks. All right. Um, the first poem that I'm going to read is actually not a poem of own at all, uh, but it is a poem of Alan Dugan's about... Um, three years ago, over holiday break, I was in San Francisco, and uh, I met up with Graham Faust, who I was a big fan of, and I'd never met him before, and he was gracious enough to contact me, and, and asked if he could kind of take me around the city, and, and give me a tour of the city, and uh, we spent the day together, and it was and it was wonderful, and he took me into Green Apple Books, and picked up this Alan Dugan book, in Green Apple Books, and uh, flipped around for this poem and read it to me and uh, I was pretty blown away by it. I don't know if he would even remember doing it um, and we haven't really talked about it since I, um, and, and we're not uh, close friends by any means so I've only had a few conversations with him but, but I've done it myself and read it to people uh, in bookstores and I just wanted them to know that it has had an impact on me uh, just like it had an impact on him um, when he first read it. So this one's for Grandfaust, Faust, but it's by Alan Dugan. Untitled poem. One tries to be sober and respectable so as not to be committed as insane by the extended family or state police, but every once in a while something happens that blows the whole construct apart. One finds oneself stripping the pants off a little girl who says, wow, or else one falls down in the front yard of her house party and cuts a forehead just to go for more beer with the money taken from her mother's purse. All these activities supposedly have consequences, but if one dresses correctly and has the right social attitude, haircut, and spare eyeglasses, It is possible to maintain that, that that little girl raped me, that that old lady gave me the money for beer, and that I walked into an open car door. If one does not have the suit and all, all one has to do is hide out for a few days, and the scars, girl, and old lady will fade away like the money. This is why there is no reason for suicide, and this is why there is no God. that I wrote um, that I hope are uh, half as as good as that one. Uh, This first one is called, Because It Comes Right At You Does Not Mean It Comes To Save You. And these next three poems are going to be from uh, a new manuscript that I've been working on, so these feel pretty newish. My father and I are lost in the Arctic Ocean when we spot a boat Tearing toward us through the crust I am on his shoulders My feet black like cold tar When the boat gets closer He sets me down on the ice And we hold hands Do you think it has come to save us? I ask Well, it is coming right at us My father says But as it gets closer It does not slow down It's not slowing down I say It is unbearably loud, an angry comet in a bright white universe, a terrible earth-splitting machine. When it gets too close, we panic and let go of each other's hands. We dive out of the way in opposite directions. Chunks of ice are thrown around our bodies. When the landscape settles again, the boat is the silent gray eye on the horizon. There is a new icy rivulet between my father and me. My father is face down in the white on the other side of the rivulet, a kind of frozen obedience. I want to yell, I do not regret you, but I am just a little boy. Little boys do not give birth to their fathers. There is no regret without birth, and there is no spring. All these years and no real spring. And no real death This one is called Meat Counter. I wake up inside the meat counter of my grandfather's grocery store. I am shivering, surrounded by parsley. When my fingers touch the glass, they make blood smudges. I hear my grandfather speaking to a customer. They are both laughing, and I can see their pants. The customer tells my grandfather, I'll take his leg. I touch my palm to the glass and leave a red palm print before my grandfather picks me up, gently like a baby, and begins to saw me into parts on the meat saw. He breaks my neck and cuts my head off, then breaks my leg and pulls it from my hip. I try to tell him it's me. I yell, it's me, it's me. I think our eyes meet. For just a millisecond, but I can't be sure. This is uh, a poem called New Job Serving Fried Pies. It is my first day serving fried pies out of a trailer. I am part of a four-person operation. There is one person who makes the pies, one person who puts the pies in a vat of grease, one person who takes the money and me. It is my job to sprinkle powdered sugar on the pies and put them in a wrapper. Before long, the other three are dead fleeting in a pile on the trailer floor. There's a very long line of impatient customers. It looks like a kite string curling. I want a chocolate pie, one of them says. I try my hardest not to panic. I look around at all the strange machines just sitting there, like a family that had just adopted me. Can't you see we're dying? I sent from Scary No Scary, uh, which is a book by, uh, that was published by Black Ocean that came out last fall. Um, this first one is called, This is What You Need to Know About the World, Pretend Sun. When I cupped my hand, a broken hummingbird fell into it. Its eyes had been pecked out, its beak was missing, and I could see its heart beating through its torn chest. The heart began to fall out, so I put my finger there to hold its heart in. It felt more like a vibration than a heartbeat, like a moth's wing. It felt good on my finger. Then another broken broken hummingbird fell into the pond. It made a few ripples, and then floated there on its side, left leg twitching, beak frozen open, this little creature with one wing straight up, a little paper sailboat. The clouds were not shaped like clouds. A tree was blooming with broken hummingbirds instead of leaves. Instead of a sun, a slow explosion. The hummingbird heart on my finger felt bottomless. The day almost smelled like spring. Be torn off in a farm accident. Your limbs will be torn off in a farm accident. Tree limbs will grow in those places. You'll cry at night as your limbs curl a little around your still soft face as your skin toughens. A hummingbird will begin to hover near your ear. Soon you'll be more tree than person. You'll go camping in the woods and never come back. And this last poem is called Falling Life. You are in a very high tree. If you jump, you will live a full life while falling. You will get married to a hummingbird and raise beautiful, part hummingbirds. You will die of cancer in midair. I will not lie, it will be painful. You are a brave little boy or girl. <laughs>
0: You just heard Zachary Schomberg read for Phoned In, Bomb Magazine's poetry reading by phone podcast. This was episode six of Phoned In. To read the transcription of the conversation Zachary and I had after the reading, to hear previous episodes, or to tune in for upcoming episodes, visit bombsiteblog.com. The music was from the band World's Greatest Dad, For other podcasts, streaming video, web-exclusive interviews, and more, check out bombsite.com.